one, ready. I mean, Joey, there's still so Player much more two, we could talk about with Super Smash ready. Brothers. I know, it's like my favorite game. But there's, I know it's almost fucking like mind boggling what else we could talk about. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching here. What, what else do we need to talk about? I don't Player know. three has joined the match. What? Wait, what? Who? No. Oh God, no! Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. My name is Paul. What? Oh, God. This is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Please don't hurt me, Paul. We'll see how I, it goes. I'm sorry about everything I said. I didn't mean to be such a jerk. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just talk about... Smash Brothers, is that okay? Wait, uh, Paul, what are you doing okay. here? Are you real? Uh, just uh, real enough, real enough. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special guest on today. Our editor and god of the podcast, Paul, has joined. Hello. Oh my god, it, it just his voice sends shivers down my <laughs> is, spine. Is this his real voice? I don't even know. It's probably not because I don't think humans can fathom it. It's kind of like Cthulhu, where you like see them and you just can't right. even your mind can't comprehend or like it. Like aliens who talk in like their own language, but you still understand it in English. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, Alanis Morissette from Dogma. <laughs> Basically, it's uh, I think I think that's right. probably the best yeah, way we can describe it. it. But yes, oh my god, thank you for actually joining the podcast and again, I'm really sorry about everything I'm making you do. Anyway, you wanted to, we're talking about Smash Brothers. Yeah. And I figured for, you know, our 100th episode, it might be kind of cool to talk about the, the new one that came out. I like that idea. Uh, thank, thank, thank god. Okay. Whew. I thought we were going to have to change the entire recording schedule. <laughs> So let's go, let's let's talk a little bit about it. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yes. So I'm was fucking stoked when this game came out. Yeah. yeah. But like we talked a little about Joey and I talked a little bit about our experience with the Smash Brothers franchise. But I mean, Paul, I don't even know really anything about you aside from the fact that one day you were not on our podcast, and the next day you're just kind of like there. Pulling all the strings, and I didn't even realize it until a while back. But tell tell me a little bit about your experience, and like, what about you? I want to know about you. Please tell me about you. <laughs> uh, I remember playing the very original Smash uh, when it came out with uh, one of my good friends. I never owned it myself, but it was one of those games that a friend owned, so you always went over to their house to play that game. Yes. Um. And I was like, you, Zach, I picked Mario. Because it's like, hey, it's Mario. Oh my god, Paul picked the same character as me! And then the first time I met you, Zach, was actually over Smash as well. And by that time, I was obsessed with Captain Falcon. With the Falcon Punch. And uh, the first match I played with you was an all-Captain Falcon match with only able to do the Falcon Punch. And I remember once we actually synced up with our fa- uh, Falcon Punch, and it just, and it was, the game actually blew up at that point, <laughs> and that's when I left this world. 
And that's how I, I uh, became uh, who I am this day. That's wow. what I was going to say. I remember you from a while back, but then you were just gone after that point. Blinding light. Yeah. You like, came out from the television and you were just gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you just went out for Cho's. No. And just never no, came it back. Was, uh, it was kind of like a Dr. Manhattan kind of situation. Oh, uh, shit. Moved them from this world and put myself back together. I'm just really computer code. That's amazing. Yeah. Could you could you put in like a cool sound effect about how you did that? No. <laughs> oh. No, I don't really want to. That's that's. I cool, feel like man. I'm pushing my that's luck. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what what about like a little musical break so that I can drink some water? I can do that. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Welcome back. Hey. All right. So, we've dilly-dallied enough. It's time to talk Smash Ultimate. Yes, finally. I know. I know everybody's excited, because you know why? Three words. I don't know why I literally put up the two when I said three okay. with my fingers. It's because you can't count, so. That was like 15 words well, already, you know Zach. what? Everybody wasn't supposed to know that I can't count. We're now at 30 words. Well, all your secrets will be revealed. Damn it all, Paul. Everyone is here. Those are the three words. That's why everybody's uh, freaking excited. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about what you can do in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, a lot of it is carried over from previous games because this is a culmination and a celebration of everything that is Smash. So yes, you obviously have your initial setup of games that you can play with your normal Smash mode. You have tournament mm -hmm. play, and you have the special smash again. So, special smash being those crazy matches where it's like, I want 300% metal spicy curry matches with low gravity because I'm zany. Woo! I love those because I'm super zany. The, the zaniest and the madness fucking <laughs> ensued. It was craziness. <laughs> That's why I never really played them. They were just too goddamn much because everybody would just pick low gravity, high speed, and like jump off and just kill themselves instantly. Yeah, at least I had an excuse for that, that th with those matches. <laughs> well, you were always being Captain Falcon. He's the fat. He one of the fastest ones. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, we have a lot of the carryover. This is not new to Smash Ultimate. Um, this was, I, I think, even in um, Melee, they had special smashes in tournament modes. Uh, something new, though, is called Squad Strike, where basically you face off with three-on-three three or five-on-five five possibilities. Um, basically, you're fighting in teams, kind of like Marvel vs. Capcom style. Yeah, but you have different kinds of uh, ways you can play around with that. So you could feasibly pick three characters that you're good with, and then each time one of the characters dies, it switches to the next character, and then the next character. So it kind of forces you to explore all of the 74 characters that are available. Yeah, it's a good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a great way... Especially considering mm-hmm. how the roster is right now, they didn't want you to yeah. just like pick your main and then stick with that forever and fuck all the other right. seventy three. So, have you done it yet, Zach? Have I what? Done squad strike? No, I've just been messing around, hitting the but random button and just going <laughs> off on that. But I nice. But I would always That's do that. I never really play as one character exclusively. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's. T- I mean, so many were introduced this game, too. There were so many new ones, which we will probably end up talking about a little later. Mm-hmm. But for now, I think that's a pretty solid start off to the Smash modes here. Um, I think we can talk a little bit about a returning classic, if you will, classic mode. Ha! <laughs> 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 that wasn't even a pun. I just uh, used the word yeah. again. Paul yeah, I'm putting crickets effect. in there. <laughs> I'm putting crickets in there, 100%. That's, uh, yeah, I, I figured as much. That, <laughs> if it wasn't going to be crickets, it was just going to be like a disappointed Jewish mother like saying, no, <laughs> I'm not, e- I'm just, not even know, mad, I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. But let's talk a little bit about this classic mode because it is a bit different than the, than the other classic modes that have been around since the beginning. So the, sta- the structure is still the same. You're fighting your way through a series of randomized battles um, that culminate in a grand showdown with an overarching force. Yes. That's the best way that I can Mm -hmm. describe it in the most vague (laughs) terms. Yes, (laughs) exactly. But for this one, it's a little different. So, again, there are 74 characters, and I think this is fucking crazy that they did this, but they specialized every single person's classic mode to their specific game or their specific personalities to make each classic mode a different experience for all 74. So you're crazy. So you're never going to have the exact same run in. You might fight the same Mm. bosses at the end, but the way Mm -hmm. the journey getting there is always going to be different. Um, I think a few of them. Yeah. Cause like when I was playing before, it was like, uh, Link fighting a bunch of just evil demons and culminating in a giant boss fight against, like, Ganon. I'm not talking about Ganondorf. I'm talking about mm-hmm. actual fucking Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Ganon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was fucking nuts. And then I was playing another one with Donkey Kong where he just, like, fighting his way to New Dog City. Neither of you Did know you? that because you've never played Odyssey. But all the listeners out there know... Tell that you don't you think that's cool? You guys think that's cool? 
<laughs> you can put in more crickets. Anyway, let's talk. I want to. I, I want to read a little bit about um, classic mode coming straight from the the uh, what is it called again? The ultimate collector's edition guy that I picked up because I'm goddamn crazy. Um, classic Zach. Look, you know what? A good game needs to be appreciated on all levels. Yeah, I feel like this game is going to be here for a while, so you need that 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 guide. Exactly, and that's why I also threw out the extra money for the DLC packs. Don't judge me. Anyway, <laughs> classic mode <clears throat> is a quick and satisfying rush through six battles with one bonus stage ending in a boss fight. The layout lead the layout of lead up fights is unique for every fighter offering all kinds of interesting and humorous scenarios, and there are a bunch of potential boss fights depending on the current fighter. The classic Super Smash Bros. bosses returned, Crazy Hand and Master Hand. There's Bowser and Giga Bowser, Chief Baddie of Mario's World. There's Mario... Dot, 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 if you're playing as Bowser... Mm-hmm. Monst- cool. Monster Hunter's Rathalos is a potential boss, and Kirby's foe Marks, and the Belmont's immortal nemesis Dracula. Oh, I'm not gonna pronounce this right. Galium, Galium returns from the subspace emissary mode of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Ganon's here to face off against various links, and there are interesting cross-franchise matchups, like Bayonetta going up against Paulatena, and the list goes on. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I want to see Mario as a boss. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just a giant Mario fighting Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. That would... Yeah, I love, I love that idea of... If you're playing as the main enemy from that game, the protagonist from that game is your boss. Yeah. Right, but it makes sense. Because, I mean, you it wouldn't does. just play yourself. This isn't some, like, no, exactly struggle. It's like what they said in Wreck-It Ralph, you know? I am bad and that is good. Something, something, I punch a Mentos Mountain. Man, that would make <laughs> Smash so philosophical if they did that. <laughs> such, It's such a philosophical game, man. Yeah. We gotta get into. We'll get into the philosophy of the game when we talk about the adventure mode, which we can talk about right now. Beautiful. <laughs> what what Woo. a great segue, Zach. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> so, all new to Smash Brothers is this potent is this adventure mode, which adventure mode in itself is not new to Smash, but this particular one is. Um, I mean, in melee. They had a form of an adventure mode where you would go through some themed worlds doing a little bit of platforming and then fight a battle at the end. Uh, do you guys remember that particular adventure mode from Melee? No. I can't say I but, do. But yeah, I mean, like, I know what you're talking about, but I don't, I don't remember if I ever played it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I've been, maybe I play too much video games. No. No, no you don't play enough. No. I mean, to be fair, apparently, gaming disorder is now a World Health Organization-sanctioned disease. Wow, that is stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't you guys think that's dumb? I think that's dumb. <laughs> Either way, my opinions aside, um, 
Brawl had one of the more uh, notable entries into an adventure mode franchise, but putting in the subspace emissary, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of like a a step up from what they'd done in Melee. Again, more platforming and fighting, and then culminating in a in a fight against a fighter. But in this one, it starts off kind of uh, Infinity War style with everyone yeah. dying. No. <laughs> Literally everyone just dies. I feel like they have the Marvel theme playing in the background too. <laughs> I bet if you like took out the music, you could just put yeah. in like the music from Infinity Wars when like yeah. Thanos snaps his yeah. fingers and everybody dies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, everyone but- in it starts off pretty brutal. Everyone dies except for Kirby. Hey. <laughs> and, my little pink friend. And initially um, Sakura, the game's creator, was asked about why Kirby decided was the only one to survive. Now, there is his official answer, and the answer that he didn't say on um, on record because he's a nice guy. So mm. <laughs> I'm going to say his answer first, and then I'm going to say the answer that he meant to say, uh, but mm-hmm. he just okay. didn't. Wasn't he's too nice to say it. <laughs> So, from an interview with Masahiro Sakurai, he mentioned that it was necessary to have whoever would survive the attack have a reasonable method of escape that could actually be shown on screen. The characters trying to run would be chased to the stars and still get swallowed up, so physical speed wasn't enough. Uh, Teleporting slightly away wouldn't be enough either. While some may have forgotten, uh, ever since the first game... Kirby's warp star has been able to warp. All right. So that is his official response. Now, the unofficial response, which he was too nice to say, is that he fucking created Kirby, and he fucking created Smash Brothers, so if he wants his original creation to be the goddamn star of the game, then he has every fucking right to do that. (laughs) I yeah. prefer that answer, honestly. He should, yeah, he should have like said that, that answer. Yeah. I mean, he's just too nice to say it, but, like, everybody in Japan is incredibly nice. <laughs> but you know what? Over here, no. Cutting the bullshit, that's what he meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, because isn't the original idea behind Smash, like, um, playing with a bunch of toys against right. each other? Yeah. I'm- and that's where, like, the master mm-hmm. hand is, and... So it just would make sense that, like, the person who created it, who is the master hand, would want this person, like, this character, Kirby, to be their champion. Exactly, right? Because they're, con- they're controlling the world. Yeah. The master hand yeah. being the one that created this Smash Brothers world, and that yeah. being, you know, Sakurai. Exactly. Whoa. So I don't know. I, pre- I prefer that answer, because I find it fits with the, uh, the history of Smash true. a bit better, honestly. Exactly. See? There you go. So there we go. We've cut through the bullshit, and we actually have a legitimately good answer here. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, so this adventure mode is a little bit different than the previous ones. There is no platforming or anything like that. It's a straight-up board that you're actually traversing. Right. Oh. um, But I don't think a board gives it it justice, because it's like Mm -hmm. you're traversing a giant painting. Yeah. Like, if you look at the picture of the map when it's all uncovered, mm-hmm. it looks like a mm-hmm. goddamn mosaic. Awesome. It, mm. 
they have little different vignettes and worlds uh, from uh, referencing all of the some of the different games that they're from. Um, a lot of effort and went into the details. I know while you're running around this world, it's crazy how detailed this game is. Like if you're looking mm-hmm. at a map right now, you can see there's like even an area that has like references to old school Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, that map is amazing. I want to print it. <laughs> I know. That would be a great goddamn picture to frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I say board again, but it's not. Map. Map. But the map. But either way, you're traversing this map and you're going through distinctly unique fights uh, mm-hmm. with some of these 74 characters, but they are controlled by spirits. Now, what are spirits? They are basically anybody else who is not a fighter in this game. Okay. So, we're going to play a fun little game, and I want both of you to guess how many spirits are in this game. Oh, God. Okay. I will give you a hint. It is over 100. I feel like I read this. All right. Give give us your best guess. Okay, I'm gonna go seven hundred and fifty. Right. Paul, what's your guess? I'm gonna go the Price is Right route and do seven hundred and fifty-one. <laughs> I would have gone with one. Too bad this isn't. <laughs> Sadly, this is not the Price is Right, and neither of you are right. You're actually, in fact, very far off. Would you like me to tell you the number? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe Uh. (laughs) Alright, moving on (laughs) No, I'm not going to leave you on the hook like that Counting every spirit in the game uh, I don't believe it's counting evolution spirits But here we are We have 1,297 spirits Nice I knew there was a seven there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) So you were like nearly there yeah, but just imagine that all the effort that went into making all of those spirits in unique yeah. ways with different um, characteristics. Because yeah. the beauty of this particular adventure mode is these spirits give the fighter characters specific skills in each fight. So, say you're fighting a giant, like a giant spirit that would be, you know, giant in their game. Um. What the spirit could provide for the fighter is it makes them huge for the entire fight. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. like you're fighting an enemy who in their native game is fully metallic. And then Mm -hmm. they give that power to the player character and make them metallic for the entire match. That's cool. So there's a lot of different combinations and variants that the spirits provide to actually create different scenarios that don't get mm-hmm. boring. Wow. Because if they had just kept it, then like, now you fight Samus, and now you fight Mario. Mm-hmm. It would have gotten boring real fast. Well, yeah, it's not really interesting to go through that. Yeah, and that's just classic mode again. Yeah. So it's like, why yes. would you make that again? That's kind of dumb. But having Yeah, it's just classic mode with a story. Exactly. And then, so it's like, why would you do that? So then the spirit mode, 
or the spirits add in that extra layer of difficulty, mm-hmm. that different layer of a strategy even, because once you start taking them out, you get these spirits so you can start equipping yourself with these and use the spirits to kind of counteract the other spirits so that mm. they're more on an even playing field, or you can just use it to give yourself an advantage and cheese the shit out of them. <laughs> so it adds another layer of <clears throat> strategy to what would just be a normal fight. Yeah. I'm just imagining the level of planning that would have had oh to go into God. that for like the spirits. Okay, this person's coming later in the game, so what spirits do we have to have before that? Who do we have to have before this? When do we put these people in here? It. How do we make yeah. it not too easy? Ugh. That's the thing. There would be so many different layers of planning because on yeah. top of it, it's not a straight you go to one, two, three, four, five, like set mm-hmm. route. You could branch off at any point and go to a ton of different fights. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. how do you even plan from a gameplay standpoint how a player is actually going to be traversing the map? You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. No. No. So what you got to do is find a way to make it kind of even across the board and kind yep. of spike the difficulty where need be. And I mean, there are going to be those opportunities where it requires that you have a very specific set of skills which may in a way force you to going in a different direction but mm-hmm. again you're not you're not actually forced to do it because if you're stubborn enough you could feasibly cheese it out and just yeah. kind of punch through the brick walls so to speak <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's not like hard stops where it's like you cannot progress because you do not have the key mm-hmm. it's more like you could progress, but this is going to be hard as fuck if you don't have the right thing. Right. I like that. Yeah. So, Nintendo's getting really good at being mm-hmm. able to do that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't kind of preclude you from trying. And I think that makes hardcore gamers kind of like, oh, I really wanted a challenge, so I'm not even going to go mm-hmm. in with this. Yeah. So it gives those guys the opportunity to actually stretch their, you know, their smash muscles and see if they can mm-hmm. do it. But then again, if you're more of a casual player, you don't have to do that. You can just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go explore somewhere else for now and then come back to this. Yeah. So it's a good way to appease both, you know, the hardcore fans mm-hmm. and the casual fans. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much so work I think went into this game. Oh, my God. I know. God damn it, he really did outdo himself. If this is the last Smash Brothers game he makes, yeah, nah, I'm that, totally fine I, with that. that. I feel like that was his plan, because <laughs> like, it's literally everything you could ever want. I mean, it is. Well, except, uh, except Waluigi. Well, I mean, <laughs> nobody likes Waluigi, let's be honest. Hey, he's, just, hey, he's just a hey, meme boy, hey. and he's just he has no defining personality traits aside from <laughs> being a bad guy. You're not Stash. getting a coaster, Zach. That's fine. I didn't want his stupid mustache anyway. When you make a Wario one, come back and tell me. I did make a Wario one. You made a Mar. You made a Wario. uh, I've made. You haven't made any of the uh, the coasters though. I haven't made any coasters. No. Yeah, come on, man. Come back to me with a coaster. People are gonna be very confused why we're talking about (laughs) coasters. So Paul, aside from also being our editor, is a an artist 
And you can check out his work actually on Instagram under Mr. Fudgets. Mr. Fudgets. Yeah. Yeah. He does minimalist video game art, which I think is fantastic. And I've been posting a little bit on our Instagram as oh, well. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, thank you. And I would definitely pay for a print that I could put up in our apartment. I I would sell them if I could, but unfortunately, I feel like I would get a cease and desist from Nintendo. Do you know hmm. how many people make Etsy shit about video game stuff? I know, but it's, yeah, it's an ethical thing. I it's don't like, know. People okay. sell fucking, I would, but like, I... bead art. I, uh, I'm just, yeah. I think you're overthinking this, this too this much. This would be a conversation for a different <laughs> I, Either way, either way, you guys, you should go check out his stuff. It's fantastic. If anything, just give him a like and follow him up because he's going to keep putting stuff like this up. So Yeah, I try to post once a day. There you go. Cool. Try to. So yeah, um, what were we talking about before this? Uh, we were talking about adventure mode. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So... Again, I think this is a fantastic mode, and I think just by virtue of the fact that I've been playing Adventure Mode near consistently for about 20 hours, and I'm still not done. Yeah, I was looking up on that, and it's, like, crazy long. I don't understand how someone could, like, feasibly do it without hitting themselves after. <laughs> that's the thing like because of all the variety in the different fights it doesn't like feel like a slog yeah okay so it feels <laughs> that's because you're that's a great yeah. review <laughs> <laughs> i don't feel like shoving my nuts in a grinder because of how annoying it but is. you're only at 20 hours <laughs> i feel like i must be close to the end right i gotta be close all right get back to well, us the most time that I've spent on any game is a hundred hours. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's not counting all the time that I put into Civilization because that's that's that different. Gonna, yeah. That's a different. Yeah, we're gonna ignore that. That's different. No, that's different. I'm talking about in one, like a gameplay. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Stop getting me off track. <laughs> all right. So, I think. Again, just to summarize this, it's fantastic mode. And from a gameplay perspective and from a, you know, conveyance standpoint about how you actually interact with this world, I think it's a great way. Um, actually, you know what? I want to talk a little bit about the conveyance because it's not hey. fantastic. <laughs> because it does the thing that I don't like, but like people just kind of do it anyway. It just puts up a like a help screen. Once you finish a fight, it's like, here's what spirits are. Here's how they interact. Mm. Here's how this. It's like, okay, fair enough. I get it. But mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm more of a fan of, you know, teach through play as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, tell. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, I'm not going to fault him for that because I honestly don't know how I would have done that if I was in his shoes. Yeah. So. I mean, in this case, I'm going to let it slide because he's put so much effort into it. Yeah. Either way. Either it's way. It's smashed. I would like, check it everyone kind of already knows how... I would check yeah. it out. <clears throat> and I need to take a quick break because my voice is starting to crack and I'm turning back into a 13-year-old again. So I need to drink my water. All right. So Cue the music. Oh, quick help oh. us.
Welcome back. Hey. We're going to be Hello. moving into the final portion of our episode today. Where we do, uh, normally we do an internet backstory, but there's too much goddamn shit for me to talk about. So, with that, I'm going to be asking my two lovely assistants Hello. To, di- to direct me to what they want to learn about. Hopefully and you will be reading from... And I'll be reading from the aforementioned Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Collector's Edition Guide. Ooh, fancy. Right. So it's not, like, from the internet this time. No, it's an internet bookstory, if you will. Yeah. I like it. Internet <laughs> bookstory. story. <laughs> <laughs> Ching ching! <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> let's see. Who's gonna go first? I'm going to flip a coin, and you're gonna call it in the air. And I'm gonna add the sound of a coin flipping. Nice. Uh, heads. What did it land on? I landed on tails. <laughs> okay. And who picked tails? I didn't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said heads. Alright, Paul, uh, you go oh, first. Okay. okay. Well, apparently I said heads, but it's tails. I want to know about Isabel. Isabel, <clears throat> let me open up here. Flip through. All right, Isabel. This civic-minded Shizu assistant joins the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Action with a tool set similar to villagers, but distinct in important ways. Isabel brings along a similar slingshot, giving unparalleled air control and small line to either side. She can also catch items and shots with the pocket, like Villager. These two abilities together let her harness her enemy zoners, thwarting their ranged game plans while implementing Isabel's own. Her fishing rod and Lloyd trap are where she's most distinguished. The fishing rod works as a combo hit-and-throw tethering move, good for pulling in enemies from surprisingly far away and for snagging the edges of stages before falling. Combined with the Lloyd Traps, vertical fireworks designed to go off when an enemy triggers them, Isabel has the moves to institute her own zoning and ranged attacks. With slingshot rounds, the ability to catch anything thrown at her, a friendly rocket trap that works like a landmine, and a unique fishing rod grapple, she can lay claim to her own patch of the stage. Any adversaries dare to try and push her off. Ooh, I like it. Nice. There we go. So hit me up with the next one that you want to hear about. All right, I'll go. I'll start with... uh... Mario. Fuck you! Pick a better one! (laughs) Okay. Greninja. Greninja. What page is Greninja on? I love Greninja. Number 50. My goodness, Pokemon have... (laughs) Yes! One... Okay. One second. Make the sound of me going through the pages. Greninja. Greninja is a speedy and aggressive pixie-type brawler. As expected of a ninja, it's extremely agile. It has incredibly fast walk speed, a quick dash, and a high-reaching jump and double jump. 
the ability to both cling to walls and jump off of them. And its standing animation is shorter than most fighters of its height, as it slinks down to a ninja style. Greninja's attacks and overall toolkit reflect its ninja combat style. Lightning fast designed for assassin-like hit-and-run tactics, with its fast ground mobility and water shuriken! Neutral special, Greninja can dominate the horizontal platform space amongst slower foes dancing around them. Greninja's fast-falling ability is astounding, making its vertical game just as fearsome as its horizontal game. By quickly traversing and attacking with high jumps, fast-falling air attacks, and fake-out falls into grabs, Greninja can keep its enemies on their toes. Cool. I like it. Booyakasha! What do we got next? Uh, Mr. Game and Watch. Mr. Game and Watch. Alright, sound of me going through the pages. Mr. Game and Watch is a quirky fighter built from the leftover parts of 80s LCD games, predating even the NES. He's small and light, so he's got to be careful, but he has piles of great attacks to make it hard for a foes to take advantage. Mr. Game and Watch's attacks... And projectiles are like invincible extensions of himself, unable to be interrupted, deflected, or absorbed. It can be hard for aggressors to get even close to Mr. Game and Watch, flinging nonstop pieces of food with the chef, or fending with basically any aerial move. When enemies do hurl him off stage, fire makes it easy to return. Mr. Game and Watch's biggest weakness is that his strongest attacks are gated somehow. Like scoring nine on a judge swing, or storing a lethal oil panic splash by absorbing enemy projectiles. Nice. Sick. Are any of these fighters sounding interesting to you guys? I hope they are, because we want to highlight the fun ones. Who else do you guys want to hear a little bit more about? Uh, Alright, do uh, We Fit Trainer. (laughs) We Fit Trainer, my goodness. Quite an odd... Quite an odd one to add into the game, but we will do yeah. it nonetheless. Why, why did they do that? I don't even get what. Let's find out. Well, here we go. As you might expect from the world-renowned workout instructors, we fit trainers, both male and female variant, are quick and powerful fighters with a lot of athletic tricks hidden up their sleeves. Well, there are no sleeves. It's a figure of speech. For one, these lithe fighters have a version of crouch walking by holding down back or down forward on the control stick. Lying prone, we Fit Trainer hops forward or backwards with little push-ups. We Fit Trainer can also wall jump, increasing their recovery ability. Unusual among combatants, most of we Fit Trainer's poking attacks cover both sides, including the standard neutral attack jab, uh, side tilts, and all smash attacks. And the Super Hoop Up special hit both front and back. Trainers have multiple projectile threats to mix in with their quick, wide head strikes. Um, Header provides both a projectile threat along any vector you can think of, depending on where you bounce the soccer ball, and another melee option should you decide to get up close and personal with the headbutt portion. And Sun Salutation grants a Samus-like super projectile to store and save for a rainy day, firing it across the stage when the prime opportunity presents itself. Nice. 
Very interesting cool. turning yeah. a trainer into an actual fighter. Yeah. Never yeah. think that they would do something like that, but here you go. <laughs> have you played as We Fit Trainer yet, Zach? I have, and it is absolutely as nuts as it is made out to be. <laughs> <laughs> we need another character. Uh, let's do uh, Inkling. Inkling. Yeah. Okay, let's turn over here. Beauty. Inkling. The squid kids swim into the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate scene, outfitted with unique mechanics and weapons interesting both for both party play and one-on-one matches. Inklings have access to many of their ink-filled soaker weapons from the, Plastoon, <laughs> the Splatoon Shooter series. These tools require ink, shown as gauge by the Inkling's portrait. Many attacks deplete ink with use, but ink can be refilled quickly at any time by holding down the shield and special buttons together. Inkling sinks slow into the puddle and greedily soaps up enough ink for more fuel pow- full-powered moves. Not only that, but the ink-soaked foes uh, reduce their defenses. In the most important ink-based moves include side smashes, front throws, splat roller, and the splat bomb. This doesn't mean Inkling is helpless without ink moves. Far from it. Neutral attack, down tilt, dash attack, and neutral air attack are all quick, reliable, and the smash attacks fulfill their purpose even if though even though they're weaker without ink. Most importantly, super jump works without ink, making it hard to KO an Inkling without a launch clear to destroy the blast zone. Mobility-wise, Inklings have fast and unique dashing mechanics and a running posture swimming along the surface of the ground thanks to their ink slicks. They can wall jump and using a splat roller in midair, bouncing across the wall works as well. Super jumps ascending quite high using a splat roller in midair and then jump canceling it before landing allowing a double jump so it's basically a triple jump. <sighs> wow. Inkling sounds awesome. Yeah. Inkling is, seems like it has a lot of uh, variant and interesting abilities to play through. Um, yeah. A lot of uh, interesting play styles. Mm-hmm. Also, you can be a squid or a kid. Hey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we have time for one more, All one right. more fighter. All right. Make it a um, good one. I mean... I obviously know what Duck Hunt is, but I'm curious to see <laughs> how this is a character in Super Smash Brothers. Let's go find out. Duck Hunt. Good choice. Good choice. Uh-oh, here we go. Duck Hunt. This tandem works together to put each of their distinct advantages to good use. The dog gives Duck Hunt decent mobility and the ability to wall jump, while the duck grants far-reaching, sharp beak attacks, not to mention saving the dog's bacon over pits with the duck jump special. Many of Duck Hunt's attacks work like unique projectiles. All the smash attacks are barrages from an NES zapper light gun, striking all around the duck and dog, making them cower while dealing damage to their opponents. The trick shot, clay shooting, and wild gunman specials all offer different ways to put variable threats on screen. Almost like moving landmines that you can choose to detonate at will. The quirkiness of Duck Hunt's attacks is both its strength and weakness. 
There's nothing quite like the trick shot, for example, which is a both a grenade-type move and a bomb you can shift around the screen with secondary shots, even while performing other actions. But the specials require some, pre-med- uh, some premeditation and hard reads to use as well, and unique zapping smash attacks don't always hit like you'd expect them to. Nice. So Duck Hunt right. doesn't just seem like a duo... I believe it's a no. trio. Yeah. Hmm. So it's an cool. interesting mechanic. Seems complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. And so that's Internet Book Story. Ching Chung. Book Story. Oh my goodness, that hurt my throat a lot. Do you, you guys could, think you uh, can help yeah. uh, close out the episode while I drink some water? Yeah. All right, yeah. Paul. Hey. <laughs> yep. Go for it. I'm going for it. No, I yeah. mean, whatever. Fantastic. Good job, team. So let's close out guys, the episode. Uh, Thank guys, you guys this again. this is our 100th episode. It's our 100th episode. Come on. That's true. It is. You know what? Everyone. I, I close out the episode all the time. You're right. For this special 100th episode, I want one of you two to do it. And by one of you two, I mean Paul, because he's never nope. done it before. Nope. nope. Damn it. You got it, Paul. I believe in you. Make it your own. Uh, I'm just going to do this the entire time. Um, yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and gals and everybody. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, rate and review us, too. Um, that would be perfect. It gets uh, gets us more listeners if you do that. Um, You're natural. You're doing great. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, see, this is why I don't always join you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were doing fantastic. So like Paul said, yep. yeah, we really appreciate anybody. If you pass this off to any of your friends, show it to your friends, family, show it to your mom for Christmas, because why not? I'm sure she'll love it. Yeah, we're very family friendly. And if your mom is listening, hi, listeners, mom. We're a big fan <laughs> of you. That sounded weird. Don't. You are, we're not a fan of you. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that sounded worse. I take it all back. Paul, quick, save me with editing. Chung chung. Good job. (laughs) But no, thank you guys seriously for listening. It really means a lot to us. And uh, we'll continue talking a little bit more about Smash in the coming episodes. But for now, I think this is where we're going to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's to another 100 episodes. Yeah. Well, that was a real pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on. Happy to be on for the 100th episode and... Keep editing for hundred more and hundred more after that and hundred more what? after that and a hundred more. What after are you? That. What's that's what's, what's happening? Hundred more after that. Uh, what's Thank going on? It's a, I feel that. a little weird. Uh-huh. Something's <laughs> happening. What's going on? <laughs> what's going Joey? on? Joey? Uh, Paul? Oh God! No! 